Welcome to Just Mash episode two. The real episode two. Yeah. Uh, we tried to do our Just Mash film awards last week and it went perfect. And then the video got deleted somehow and we're just just moving on along. Yeah, we're, uh, we well, just face so much shit at this point. I know, right? And just We've, um, we still got the audio, so the Just Mash film awards number four will be uploaded uh, as a Just Mash classic now. No video. Sorry that you don't get to see our ugly faces. But it is what it is. Episode two. I'm Josh. I'm uh, Matthew. I forgot, as always. <laughs> this is what we're doing today. Uh, I, so I watched the uh, Danny McBride movie, Your Highness, um, a couple weeks ago. And it was awful. It was a dreadful movie. It sucked. It was so bad. Um, it was terrible. But it came about from a really cool idea because McBride and his friend, who I guess directed it, have a game where one of them would come up with a random movie title and the other one would have to figure out what that movie would be. You know, just kind of theorize it. So I thought, fuck it. Let's do that. Let's get creative, see what kind of bullshit we can come up with. So I've got 15, I think. How many do you have? I've got about 18, but some of them Perfect. are... Some of them are... Not... Were Not they? as serious. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean, that's yeah. that's totally fucking cool. So, yeah, what we're going to do is we'll, you know, we'll pitch them to each other and then we'll come up with shit. Have you thought of what the movies would be based off yours? Some, yeah. I haven't. A little bit? Oh, okay. I, like, thought it, wrote it down, and then forgot it. So, Interesting. I don't even remember most of these. Uh, give me your first one. Okay. First I'll, one. I'll try it, yeah. Some of these, I like, in my head, I broke them out down into single words versus phrases. Because I think that makes a big difference in how it's perceived. Absolutely. Well, because um, if you think, how many, like, five-star movies do you think you have that are just single words? Because the title is important to a movie. Yeah, it's, it's Whether crucial. it's going to be something like, that's very overt, you know, the trial of the Chicago 7, this tells you this is a trial about the Chicago 7, yeah. versus something like Her, which is like about a chick i guess you know what yeah. i mean but like star wars we know okay that's a war in space the avengers okay well what are the avengers yeah you know what i mean so a title is very important but when i think what do i prefer i think i do prefer one word titles nausea yeah yeah nausea. That's, that's my movie. I, I don't know it really just depends because i have such trouble coming up with yeah titles that i feel like represent one represent the the story well mm. and accurately and that would also not bore the shit out of anyone that just saw it right. based off of its title. Because that, I mean, people do There's a see large, book covers, large amount movie titles, TV show titles. Just, yeah. That's their first impression of it. Yeah. That and maybe a poster. But So you really have to draw them in. Yeah. Uh, so my first title for you is Purified. Purified, okay. Uh, my first thought is either a religious tale. Mm-hmm. You know, someone goes to a, a distant land and, and tries to discover faith through some way and, and cleanse their soul. Or it's like a horror sci-fi experimental movie where people are capturing people and are, are trying to, you know, genetically cleanse them of, mm, you know, whatever racist thoughts that yeah. they, the bad people have and are trying to fix people by purifying them. And then, you know, there's got to be some sort of uprising where the, the lab experiments fight back and kill the oppressors. Yeah, that's where my mind goes. Yeah, you know, it, it could either be, you know, for people that like shitty religious movies, it could be that, or it could be, you know, a, a deep examination of what is religion. Is it good? Is it bad? Is that actually what saves people, or is it the thought of having something that saves you that saves people? Yeah. You know, um, if you told me to make one right now, it would probably be the sci-fi, because I think it's socially relevant. Right. Yeah. You know, with, it is like Palestine and. 
and uh, China. Yeah, and, just lots of yeah, like all that stuff. Different stuff going on. Yeah, so I think I, I think you could write a a neat socially relevant movie that touches on those themes. Also, one that's like sci-fi horror, like action, but one yeah. that make people like want to fucking fight oppressors. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you so? Guess where I got this from? Purified. Um, spiral. No. A bottle of hand sanitizer. <laughs> ah, you bastard! I've got a few of those on <laughs> yeah, here. Some but... of these are like. Yeah. Yeah, and that was that was the big one, yeah. and that was what really started my. That's why it's first one. I was like, hmm. yeah. Oh no, I like purified. it. It's a great time. When I hear it in my head, I'm thinking, oh, okay. So here's what I think would be like a cool, shitty religious drama, like the Da Vinci Code or Inferno or something. Mm. Uh, a demon is turned into an angel, like by this forced process like satan wants to send in a covert agent agent into heaven or something mm-hmm. so he turns one of his demons into an angel mm-hmm. and like purifies him right and then sends him to the good place mm-hmm. shout out um and then he operates in that fashion or what, whatever but like that's where my visuals go is that kind of mm-hmm. rapture so how would that relations i think it would be interesting if this demon turned angel went to heaven you know as a secret agent but because now he's an angel he becomes sort of purified yeah. and turns heel against the devil yeah it, yeah. it's right there it's, it's perfect you yeah know, it works the built whole... in built in arc and yeah climax and everything yeah oh yeah <laughs> okay that's my uh, thought whenever i hear the word too i just can't help myself oh yeah no if i hear climax i think come like you're finishing yeah okay my first title run slow run slow i love contradictory phrases <laughs> yeah ones that, that don't make sense but when it comes to a movie title now you have to figure out how it makes sense hmm. yeah run slow so we could we could do like an office space type movie where he's an IT guy who deals with shitty computers all day and he finally snaps oh. and he goes on a rampage. Yeah, and, and like sabotages every computer in the yeah, office or something. Yeah, and I he like, like tries to take down the company itself. I like that. The other thing that I would think of is like this AI. Per- he's like one of the first AI. Maybe he's a, I don't know. He he's a government employee because they created him. And he's slowly losing his mind uh-huh. because of some error in his programming. Right. And he's like trying to grapple with reality. And you could have this a beautiful mind type deal mm. meets ex machina, but it's from the perspective of yeah the AI, the AI guy. Yeah, I like that. So, I, see, I was thinking more. You know, it could be a, a biopic about a a famous runner who gets some sort of disease and they can't run anymore. You know, and it's about them uh, yeah. grappling with not being able to run anymore yeah. as they're slowing down. Um, it could also be something like, or like they're just getting older, and like yeah, just getting it could older. be about getting older and not being able to do the same things. Yeah, yeah. I think also, um, I think it could be like a comedy about like a speed walking competition. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, and you know who the main character would have to be portrayed by, right? Is uh, Brian Cranston because of Brian his uh, speed walking. Malcolm in the middle, <laughs> yeah, man. Frank, absolutely. Out. You could do so much, I think, with that, uh, especially if you treated it like a genuine like sports movie, real race, like over-the-top yeah. serious to the point of comedy. You know, like, I got to go 
mildly kind fast. Kind of like a best in show type thing. Even yeah, like exactly. A, you know, like just mockumentary. Yeah. Fucking, I think it would be so fucking funny. Yeah. I like that a lot. I got in Part of the disappointment for me comes from that we won't get to see these movies for a very long time, only just in our heads. Like, well, yeah, it's but that's like, kind of magical, I guess. Either we make them, yeah, or we produce them. And I, you know, the ultimate goal for just Mash is to become a all-encompassing house of media. You know, film, television, music, books, comics, podcast, production company, yeah. any, any and all, any make pretend. Um, and you know, Just Mash Productions will eventually be a production house for films. So I would love to like just pick a filmmaker and say here yeah. do this movie you know so like but no one can steal it that's no. the important thing you yeah. motherfuckers do not take our ideas. we are putting this we do have a yeah we've got the, the on, claim on the on stuff it, so and it's dated time stamped all that stuff that is true uh okay give me give me your next okay my number two is <laughs> number two <laughs> yes uh, it's actually I'm number two that's the film child, title yeah. um pooping competition <laughs> battle shits uh, okay, so this the second one. There we go. I'll, I'll phrase it that way. There you go. Yourselves, plural. Yourselves. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking something like what is it? Multiplicity. Michael mm, Keaton. Yeah. Um, I would actually. So I'm gonna go superhero movie. Uh, oh. Adaptation of the Multiple Man from X Men. Interesting. Yeah, that's that's how I would do it. He's, so what uh, is his? What is his gimmick? He can make as many multiples of himself right. as he wants. So, like, he could have a million copies of himself, you know, kind of like That's cool. that scene in Infinity War where Doctor Strange and Thanos yeah. are fighting and he replicates himself. That's, that's a that's, that's a that's an ability man. in Pokemon too. What like was in it? the show, you'd see Pikachu like create. I think it it was either him or another another character or creature, mm-hmm. but it would like create mirror images of itself, oh, and so okay. your opponent, which no wouldn't wouldn't know which one to attack so right it would just be a, and then there's like apex legends as a character called mirage that you can okay. create a duplicate see and... i'm not like you know big into multiple man or whatever but like right. the copies he makes of himself i think are like copies like they right. can fight they do whatever that's interesting so too. i think it would be interesting to have and if that's not how multiple man works i'm sorry and we can wash him from it and it's an original character mm-hmm. but someone who creates all these copies of himself that he forgets who he really is oh. is he a copy of himself that he created is he the original and maybe that's the twist that he's not the original you know Spoiler and like alert. his power evolves over time to where his copies can create copies you know and then it just turns into this giant thing and then he's got to go hunt them down yeah. and take out each one and they've all got different personalities maybe you have like he puts together his own little crew of like five different versions of himself that like have different yeah. personalities and abilities. Rogue agents that like got tired of right, you know, the consistent being, grind of oh, being wow. used, so they escaped. Something like that. I That'd think be you, sick. Could, you could do some dope stuff with that concept. So yeah. that's yourselves. That's what I would do. I love it. You know who plays him? Who? Paul Rudd. Oh shit! Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean that, that show. Yeah, that show is pretty good, actually. <laughs> I, never I don't know it. if they're gonna do a second season. I hope they do. Probably not. It was a while ago. It was a long time. Yeah. To be fair, we've had an entire year basically where Nothing's nothing, happened, yeah. nothing with. I mean, that's such a small thing too that, like, mm-hmm. if it were Black Widow or Tenet or something like that, maybe it would take priority. But yeah, Netflix is probably not gonna be worried about that kind of stuff right now. No. Maybe maybe soon. Yeah. As things get back to normal. Well, so what was your 
idea for um, So this is one I didn't really oh. have a sort of, I, I figured it would go the sort of clone way or mm-hmm. some sort of multiple personality thing. Yeah. Which um, I was reading about that disorder. I, it's, it's AID or something, but that identity disorder, the featured in Split and different mm-hmm. media things. Apparently it's way more prominent in Western countries because it's such a common thing in popular culture to have mm. referenced and that i think a lot of people pick up on those types of symptoms it's, it turns it. out it's a very controversial thing in that yeah. community and it's just interesting to see well because you gotta countries think, diagnose it and how it's and, like usually when it's portrayed in pop culture it's a horror thing it's a monster right or, or violent or thing yeah, yeah so then because of that you see it more in movies than you actually see it in real life. So now you have this perception of those people in real life that they're monsters or violent or whatever, which might not, might be the case, but it, you know, it might not be the case. So I could see them being a little annoyed. Like, yeah. could you not, you know, but, um, cause I think you could like Deadpool. I think you could probably say is like a, yeah, absolutely. Personality I mean, to the thing. people around him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's definitely weird. Um, but yeah, no, I would definitely want to go like superhero. Yeah, that'd know, be fun. Something like that. All right, Yo. hit me with your your number two. <laughs> uh, turd. Turd. No, I'm just kidding. Turd Ferguson. Turd sandwich. No, uh, this is actually. I mean, I guess this could be a, a poop reference. Pressure drop. Ooh. <laughs> Pressure drop is also a uh, a song about the clash. Um. Anyway. So I. I mean, you could go so many directions with it. Almost all of them, I think, are actiony yeah like apocalyptic like maybe the atmospheric pressure in the mm, geostorm type shit. something like that except it's yeah deep impact yeah st- or uh or someone's blood pressure i feel like like pressure mm. drop there they're dying because of uh some sort of crank related issue like in crank he's got to keep his yeah. heart rate above a certain level or it'll kill him i i think we i, I love me. that we differ on that <laughs> great movie everyone should see it He's lying. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> um, so maybe something like that, or a medical, some sort of medical issue. You could do that um, trope that I love of where where you take a crew and you shrink them down and they go inside the body. Oh, yeah, like that's a good one. Figure out what the yeah, issue Magic is. Magic School Bus. Magic School Bus, Futurama, Teen Titans. Yeah. I mean, there's. Is that in Teen Titans season one that they do that? No. Oh, okay. No, I'm I about to start with like season fresh two. On the, so. Yeah, no. Fresh in um, mind. Because that's not, like, for me, pressure drop, I thought, it's, a pressure drop to me is the moment where shit gets real, where it Mm. changes, you know, it's a pivot. So whether that be, like, a war story, you know, pressure drops the moment where shit goes south, or even, you know, about a person that gets shit on constantly, and that's the moment they snap, and, you know, go John Wick on, you know, their enemies or whatever, like, something like that. Um, Yeah. It's a great song, you know. As, yeah, I have to listen to it. I don't. I love that song. I don't recognize it. I, I've said it a few times. If you know, I was a pro wrestler and had to come up with my own entrance theme music, it would either be "Outsider" by the Ramones or "Pressure Drop" by the Clash. So, I dig it. Yeah, man, it's dope. I wish we could play it on here, but uh, it's a very sensitive thing right now. Did you see Metallica a couple months ago? They did a live concert on Twitch. And uh, because of the DMCA or the DCMA thing, they had to mute Metallica's audio and they played like 8-bit folk music over it. It's so goofy. Just look up Metallica Twitch on YouTube or anything except for Twitch, I guess. 
it's it's kind of hilarious and sad. You could spawn a movie about that off of that. You know, you have a massive metal band like that that gets portrayed like that, so they're pissed and they, yeah. you know, start you and like you're a lowly intern at right. this place, but it, they put the blame on you, so you like have this to is Spinal out Tap type how to fix thing, it. something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it's it's really goofy and yeah, it's kind it's so shitty. Well, that's the thing when so you have shitty. machines do a human's job because something like that you have to have discretion. You know, that's what it comes down to. Like, I'm not one of those, like, are taking our jobs thing with, like, machines. But, like, some of those jobs have to have context and human discretion that a robot just cannot fucking have. You know, something like that where they can't discern, oh, this is a copyrighted music versus this is the people that own the music playing the music. Like, come on, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of wild. Now, I will say, I think... Another issue with that, though, is that it, that is Twitch's fault. Not so much that their you know DMCA stuff is oh, flawed, absolutely. but that they should have some sort of fail-safe mod thing in there, too. Okay, if we have an organized event that's big enough with this amount of viewers, it should like light something up to where a real person has to monitor it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and know, okay, this isn't someone trying to make money off of whatever or steal shit from whatever. But And I don't even... It may have been... Just based off of my understanding, it's such a it's the law itself or oh. the the amendment or whatever it is. I it's like the digital something copyright copy or, or digital something. copyright millennium something. I don't remember what the A stands for. It doesn't matter, but it's extremely rigid and strict, mm-hmm. and it might not have even been a Twitch thing where they. Like, maybe a mod was watching and they still had to mute it because someone, if someone claimed that music, like if Metallica's right. label or whoever said, no, you can't do this. Well, I think most of the time it's like a bot. Most of the time that it when is. it hears the song, it right. strikes yeah, the 100%. claim. 100%. On YouTube and Twitch, yeah. that's a big thing right yeah. now. It's like, you'll now, see streamers talk about if I get DMCA'd or whatever, I'm going right. to go do you get fucked. whatever. It's interesting to me how that generally doesn't happen as much to like video game streams. You know, yeah, like, I, and I guess maybe because that's like analysis. I remember several know? years ago it was a thing, like some studio was trying to get playthroughs banned or make really? it illegal because it was that's so distributing. Dumb. Yeah, yeah, that's so that is free promotion yeah. for your product free use. Yeah, like I don't think anyone's gonna watch a playthrough of a game and be like, no, I had my fill. Like I think yeah, I would encourage them to want yeah, to buy the exactly. game and play it. You know, like, it's or like a trailer. unless it's a fucking PlayStation exclusive that an Xbox player couldn't play. So like, oh, well, fuck it. I'll just watch a playthrough. But to me, at that point, that's the distributor's fault. Yeah. That's PlayStation's is. fault for being a cunt. Do you hear that, Sony? Yeah, Sony. <laughs> Calling your bitch ass <laughs> out. I want to play Spider-Man <laughs> so bad. And The Last of Us and God of War. Uh, see, All I want to play those games, but I know I won't. Yeah. I will play Spider-Man. Give me Spider-Man. Why aren't timed exclusives? Yeah, that you yeah. know, fuck them. It never okay. It won't make any sense. Give me yours. Okay, so the third on this list, I just had to mention. It would be a movie about like a public speaker mm. who goes on like a tour of the country, and that would be like the title of his book or something. Um, I don't know if it would be motivational speaking or like business stuff. Or, um, you know, maybe you could do it like he's a movie about, like, a book narrator or something. Yeah, that would be You know, and they have to include, you know, whatever. And right. Like, 
I don't know, something like that. Yeah, so like where my mind went was just a regular guy who is maybe in a just a low level bureaucratic or low level office job who gets his kicks by just like spreading drama and building these like telling weird fake lies. lies like michael in like that I, episode of the office yeah exactly like season the, six the, the gossip one, one. and yeah. he it just all like comes back to bite him in the ass like after he builds this web of lies. nonsense yeah and he's like constantly trying to keep up with it and it just all comes crashing down obviously in the first act and it hurts inside yeah it's a Hulk Hogan reference. That's his theme song. Is it? Yeah, when it comes oh, crashing God. down and it hurts inside. That's how the song starts. Really? The real American. Oh, brother. Um, oh, br- brother. <laughs> brother. Uh, yeah, no, something like that. Like, I, I like the idea of, I'm thinking maybe like an up in the air sort of yeah. drama. You know, I think that's a really fascinating lifestyle. Someone that's a, a constant traveler. And I would salesman. love just as a, as a joke to try and, to try my best to not include this phrase at all in the dialogue of the film because sometimes i cringed when the title of the film is seems like it's shoehorned into into the i hate that yeah i can't stand it so my gut reaction would just be to leave it alone all of this is i don't know i go back and forth because it's common enough or it's it's common enough but i think if it's not in the movie it's like why is that the title Mm, you know what i mean like I would say that can be the thing he inter, you know, interjects yeah. with people. Like to me, though, the like way Oscars actually. Yeah, I think so. the best way to title a movie like that is to write the movie without a title, make it, and then watch it back, and then say that's the that's title annoying, when yeah. a certain that's a good idea. dialogue happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Consistent. Yeah, because then it's not like a motif. In. Yeah, you it's like for the motif. You didn't shoehorn a, a title in to make it work. It's something that jumped out at you that meant That's something in yeah. the movie. You know what I mean? So, like, to me, like, do the right thing. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if it was called that before, but I think that's a good example. Avengers Endgame, you know, from Infinity War and Iron Man right. 2 and all that sort of stuff. Like, I think that, you know, is the, is the best sort of thing. But if, like, you know, in Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Han Solo looked at Rey and said, The Force Awakens. Yeah, The Force. <laughs> be like... It awakens. <laughs> It'd be like, come on, bro. Yeah. What are we, some kind of suicide no. squad? Like, That's a perfect, infamous example that's yeah. just become a complete joke, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Because well, it's like... So bad. You could find a better way to do that. Yeah. You know, like... Or uh, what, what did we watch the other day that was awful? Oh, look at you four. Yeah. You're the Fantastic <laughs> Four. <laughs> look at you. Oh, it's so bad. And you were... Uh, the best part was when we were watching, you were like, don't because you could see them. Oh, I do it. The <laughs> second they were all four standing together, I was like, someone's gonna call them the Fantastic Four. So yeah, right now. Let that be a lesson oh, to anyone that's the, thinking uh, about doing that. Don't get don't get dragged in. The uh, Josh Trank Fantastic Four does the same thing. Kind oh, of, that's brutal. except it's like the thing that comes out with it. They're like trying to come up with names and like Johnny Storm's like Johnny Storm or the Human Torch and the Torchettes. I mean, and, it's in. Uh, the the Avengers, there's a line where in the it was in the trailer that was like Iron Man says, I don't know if we could save Earth, but we but can we'll we can avenge it. it. Yeah, he says that to Loki in the movie. Okay, yeah, but yeah. the it's thing is called the Avengers Initiative first, right? Yeah, or it's is, the Avengers yeah. Initiative and Iron Man, and then later on in Captain Marvel they reveal that she was called the Avenger, and then yeah, you know that. So like, there's enough there for me that's not. Oh know. well, I think they do it brilliantly. Like, no, I think it, it works, works in perfect. Yeah, yeah, the way they yeah incorporate and to be fair the screenwriters kind of had them had the blueprint already you know like if 
I don't know how they do the Avengers initiative in the comics, but I imagine it's pretty similar. Or mm. it exists. Not really. Maybe not. Okay. No. It's like That's interesting then. In the initial like Avengers one, it's like Iron Man, Hulk, uh, Thor, Wasp, and Ant-Man come together to fight Loki. Is it a self-initiated thing? It's I'm not like a Nick sure, Fury yeah. that... It's been a long time since I've yeah. read it, but like 63, so what is, like... What does OG. Nick Fury do in the books then? So like Nick Fury... So you gotta think, it's different in the comics because Captain America's only in ice for 15, 20 yeah. years. So the... In the comics, Nick Fury runs around with Captain America in World War Two. Mm, like he's, you know, white Nick Fury with eye patch and you know white streaks in his hair, and like he's a part of the Howling Commandos with Captain America. And then he founds, you know, Shield gotcha. and all that stuff. But so like it wasn't until the Ultimate Universe in two thousand, two thousand one, something like that, that they make, you know, Samuel Jackson Nick Fury, who they based off of Samuel Jackson in the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I think his deal with them was. You can base them off of me, but I get to play them if you ever do it. Interesting. And then that happened. But it wasn't until then that it became like this Nick Fury's later on, you know, at the same time. Like it was because now Captain America is in ice for 70 years. Yeah. And it's only going to grow 2000 something. The further we go, you know, yeah. 10 years from now, it's, you know, 90 years. And then 10 more years, it's 100 right. years that he's in ice. And that's where, you know, it becomes different. But yeah, I don't think it's like. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe Nick Fury does get them together, but I don't think so. Because I'm pretty sure it's Loki takes control of the Hulk, Thor comes to Earth to fight Loki, and then they all kind of work together. Right. Because they all had their own individual titles. Like, that's similar to to the movies. But, like, Captain America doesn't show up till Avengers issue four, you know, however many. Hmm. I don't know how they did it back then, if it was weekly or monthly, but... um, because for whatever reason, they didn't use Captain America for, like, that 20 years. It wasn't that he went under ice. They just weren't using him. Interesting. Because originally, the, like, main heroes of Marvel in the 40s were Captain America, Bucky, the Human Torch, and Namor, the Submariner. And it's not the same Human Torch as um, Johnny Storm. It's like right. an android. Like oh. kind of thing. He's actually in Captain America, the first Avenger. At the Stark Expo, like, they pan through, like, a lot of the inventions oh shit. and you can see like the human torch android there it's actually really Resident. sick i'll have yeah. to watch that movie it's been a few so years good. since i've seen it so fucking good uh cool um okay so is this mine or yours yours okay yours, i believe sunset's end sunset's end yep okay i mean anything with sunset in the title like it's easy romantic comedy um you could mm, go you okay. could go even drama with it i think mm-hmm. um I just the first thing I pictured was like the before trilogy, before sunset, before the night. Before, oh yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. Um, but what was the the second part? Sunset end. Sunset end. Sunsets end. Ownership. So like the apostrophe s. Sunsets yeah. end. I wonder if you could make this like a medieval thing, mm, or probably. something in the like like a Dungeons and Dragons type deal. Yeah. Um, sunsets end. That's. That really draws you in. I'm going to see if I can yeah. figure out a... See, my first thought just now, like this is when I had never thought mm-hmm. before, but like a horror movie where at uh, night is when whatever creatures come out, vampires or werewolves yeah. or whatever, so you have to be prepared for sunsets. Right. End. That's fascinating. You know, something like that. Or even where, you know, it when the sun's out, humans rule the earth, and when the sun goes down and the moon comes out, the monsters rule. Yeah, it's But like it's, a... it's one of those tricky things where they don't necessarily interact, but... 
when the sun is out, the monsters are gone and like asleep. Mm-hmm. But when the moon's out, the humans are asleep. They can't wake up instead of like they just kind of collapse. They, they yeah, they instant out. So like the entire, you know, maybe it's a a war between the two races of during you know the sun. The humans are trying to hunt the the sleeping monsters oh, down and, and kill like, them. Yeah. And then at night, the monsters are trying to hunt the sleeping humans down and kill them. So throughout sun, they have to a prepare to be hidden to where the monsters can't find them or kill them. But they also have to see if they can hunt them down before. Yeah. You know, so it's like a race against time. Right. And you could even have like um, like because some parts of the year. Mm-hmm. There's more sunlight than there is darkness, True, and yeah, others yeah. it's the reverse. So uh, you could even play like you could play the long game, and it's part of the plot line. Like the humans are losing uh, sunlight, or they're gaining sunlight. Like, you could yeah. make the humans the the bad guys. Like yeah. spoilers for I Am Legend the book. Mm-hmm. I found this out several months ago that in the book the ending is. If, have you seen the movie? Yeah. Okay. So I I think I've mentioned this before, but in the at the end of the the book I Am Legend. It turns out that he is he figures out that they're like sentient beings and they can be coexisted with, mm-hmm. and he kills them anyways just because of his own personal demons, and he just starts hunting them down like oh, ruthlessly. Wow. And you see like the 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 new humans or the vampires or whatever you want to call them, the things that he's hunting tell their kids about this monster that hunts them, mm-hmm. and he like gets passed down through their generations as this sort of legendary boogeyman and he is the legend like he is the he is the spooky monster the boogeyman type thing and i was like that is that's insane why did they not use that i tell you why so a book like that that has an original creative idea that like lights people's asses on fire because it's that good gains traction becomes a bestseller a movie studio picks it up buys the rights Make it a movie because it's popular, and then they say, "Well, no, that's too dark of an ending. We have to change that." And then the movie doesn't end up being as good because they don't understand what makes the book. It good. could have been incredible. That's like, what it is. That would have been the best endings of, of ever. I mean, it yeah. would have been so fresh and and for someone that it took so long. I I've seen that movie years ago. Yeah, I saw years. it in theaters. That's wild. That was terrible. That's wild. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a pretty scary film for you know people. With, when we were that old. I, I mean, was nine. Yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, I was fucked up. Um, that scared the dick off of me. But, yeah, it's just, it, I hate seeing things botched like that because now no one can touch it. It's, oh, yeah, no, it's, it's years it's before someone done. can do it. Yeah. It's done. Especially with a, a, a name like Will Smith attached to it. Yeah. Because now that's what people associate with it. It's not like it was a random movie that, you know, faded into obscurity. Like, it's a Will Smith branded movie yeah. you know so now it's going to be even longer before someone can absolutely and we'll we'll make an oath right now just smash productions loyalty to source material yeah not to a fault i mean if things need to be adapted for the medium and changed yeah. then that then it is what it is but i think it's so asinine to look at something and think oh this is so great i have to put my spin on it and then to change what makes it great yeah it's like just how toned up and if we're producing doing. our own stuff Ideally, that's the you know that's the goal, right? We don't have to answer to exactly, yeah, executive funders. Yeah. Obviously, that's like you know we got a lot to do, but ideally, yeah. we want to be able to say whether or not this. No, well, done. and to me, I don't have an issue taking a stand and being like, yeah. no, I'm not changing that. You know, like I, I wouldn't be difficult to work with necessarily, but if it's something that is like absolutely, yeah, use your fucking head. You know what I mean? Then like, don't don't back down. 
Uh, but so yeah. Okay. Let me. I'm not gonna go out of order yet. There's some that I want to bring up first. Uh, okay. So this is my number four. Okay. Made in Canada. Made. So instantly, I'm thinking um, stoner comedy. Yep. Something like that. I'm thinking four or five friends live in Canada. I'm thinking there's some moose stuff. You know, is is a joke. Um, could kind of be an aimless sort of smaller comedy yeah. about that. Another thing I'm thinking of is like it's about um, it's like a romantic comedy, like chick flick movie about a girl that moves to Canada and she has to become a maid to make money. Oh, or whatever. like yeah. M-A-I-D. So it's like yeah, it's like a double entendre. So yeah. she finds who she is in Canada and you know falls in love with whoever, but she's also a maid in Canada because that's the only job she can get. Something like that. Yeah. I'd probably end up doing that one because it's way easier. The f- yeah. The thing that I – this is one that I had a, an idea for. Like this dude that's in witness protection mm-hmm. in Canada, and someone figures him out. Mm-hmm. And so now he's got a – it could be either like an action comedy. It could be like a Liam Neeson action. But he gets he gets made in Canada. Like someone figures him out there. Mm-hmm. So like he has to fight his way out of the town or like go to a new place or he has to just stay and fix it. Yeah. Like. What part of Canada are you thinking? Like small town, rural Oh yeah, Canada? like like I I don't know Saskatchewan. Is that a is that a large town or a small town? Or is that a province? I apologize to any Canadians watching. <laughs> my, so my knowledge of Canada goes Toronto. I know is on the east coast. Yeah, Vancouver is on the west coast. Yeah, Quebec is kind of eastern, but it's and that's more like Michigan. A lot French. Yeah, I know Newfoundland. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's kind of small. Alberta, I did a project on in yeah our sixth grade class. You remember we had to do yeah. I'm I don't know if you think. did that. No, I did. You did because uh, I actually did Trip really well with it, and I did like a we had to so for sixth grade. Um, this was actually February like 2010. For my class, we did it at a different point in time than you did, mm. but we did it for the Winter Olympics in 2010. Oh, so we had to go to the Winter Olympics. It wasn't like hmm. pick a place in Canada. Yeah. It was this is your place in Canada. Interesting. So we had to like book hotels for the Winter Olympics and like buy tickets and then figure out like other sort of stuff to do. Or you know what? Maybe I just remember that wrong. Maybe my place was where the Winter Olympics was and I got to do it. Oh, <laughs> so I take that back. I got lucky. Where was the Winter Olympics then? Was it in like one of the big it had to have been one of the big three cities right vancouver toronto or let me look it up yeah because our, our phones are occupied right now but, but whatever one it is that's what i had yeah i also remember doing um like a european country one i picked greece or i was assigned greece or however they however they did it but i ended up doing doing that one and that one we had to like pick flights and like uh destinations that we could go to and how much money travel would cost that was it was really interesting for a sixth grade class to do. Vancouver, British Columbia. Ah, okay, yeah, BC. Canada. BC. Scan BC, Scott. Have you seen, you know the uh, the <laughs> the skit in The Office that opens up? This was around the time of the Winter Olympics. It's like Michael Scott. He's calling the, the hotel, and he's like, yeah, I've got a reservation for the Winter Olympics. And they're like, yeah. oh, we can't find it. And they go through this whole five-minute thing, and then they finally discover it. And he goes, uh, yeah, I'd like to cancel that reservation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, shit. One of the best opens of all time. It's incredible. Um. Yeah, so yeah, made in Canada. I would, I would go the the maid. Yeah, that's that's fun. Maid storyline. Yeah. Uh, okay, let me open my trusty sketchbook. Yeah, it's massive. Where I don't draw anything. Um, You're drawing dreams. 
This is true. I'm manifesting. Yeah, ideals. that's what he says. Uh, okay. Icon. Ooh, interesting. Icon. This, I feel like a superhero movie. I, I think so. It could be a superhero movie, you know, where the superhero's name is Icon or whatever. I think, um, well, fuck, I'll let you go. And then um, so I like, I would love to to dive into a Homelander, Brightburn type character mm. in, in, this, in the tone of Brightburn. Like, I feel like I have to see it just to see how, exactly how they do it. That I know you, you watched it and said it wasn't that great. Yeah. It's not a good movie. Um, you could make it like that or, or Hancock, something in that vein of superhero that's obviously got issues and you could work around that or uh, a kick-ass type character where he wants to be mm. he wants to be a hero and he's working his way up or i don't know like um a matrix like you incorporate matrix type things where he's like the chosen one and he doesn't really um. he's reluctant at first or he's thrust into the role I don't know. What are you? This is what I. What would are you do. picking up? It would be a documentary about a superhero oh. from eighty years ago. So like, it would be eighty years in the future from now, but it would be like a retrospective documentary about the greatest superhero of all time, and that's what it would be. You would interview his old villains. Yeah. You know his old other superheroes, people that knew him. You know a Lois Lane type that he was right. in love with. Whatever the fuck. Um, that's what I would do. That's interesting. It would be like a documentary about. Yeah. Him. Like, like that, like an Incredibles type, like you you're looking back on. Yeah, you're reflecting on the superhero culture of the, the 2020s yeah. and the 2010s by having a, you know, superhero really. Exist. It would be killer if you could get permission from like Warner Brothers and those to like yeah. have like Superman a Christian Bale like commenting on, or, or not uh, Christian Bale uh, as. Uh, Bruce, like Bruce Wayne. Wayne, yeah, or yeah, like yeah. the different the different actors. Oh, like Michael Keaton, those. Batman, comes yeah, back. yeah. When I worked with Icon, it was this, and we did this, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Or like, and you know, it would be even interesting, and this is where it would turn into like not what it's supposed to be. But eighty years in the future, you get Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne, except he's in prison. Oh, you know, Bruce Wayne in prison for what he did. <laughs> you know, in like Superman's the same exact age. Like, yeah, yeah no, you know, me and Icon, whatever, and like we go way back. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. just shit like that. They're like trying to put your own spin on the DC. So is universe. is is what what his name be Icon? Like I think still? so. Yeah. I think I, it got, could either be Icon or that's just he is an icon and that's an exemplary and you have a segment at the end where they're like, Yeah, I mean he really was an icon. Yeah. And looks at the camera yeah, yeah. and then we just Roll suicide credits. squad you know, um, sort of thing. Would he be old himself? I think he's dead. Oh, he's just he's just totally I think gone. I think he was the flame that burned out and I think went out, you know, doing whatever, died in whatever sort of way, big saved Earth from how many planets are there? Seven? Nine, uh twelve? Let's see, let's just go through them. So Mercury, oh, Venus, Earth, Jupiter, Mars, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Saturn. Uranus, LMAO, Neptune. Mayans. That's eight. Okay. And then Pluto got kicked unfortunately so right yeah okay so imagine if it's earth versus the other seven planets mm. and like they're all like gravitating towards earth and they're going to surround it and like crash into Interesting. earth and icon sacrifice himself to stop it yeah all. you know and then this is like the documentary 80 years later about yeah it. or or like a um the, my my mind also went to like pop star like the plot of oh, that yeah, pop yeah, star yeah. movie is that he's kind of like he's fading away mm-hmm. in out of relevance 
that is a story that fascinates me too. Like the superheroes. losing losing that sort of cultural spotlight and yeah. like what's that what that is like for a superhero. Yeah. And then um you could also do like Okay, so this is what it is. So the planets are, you know, gonna crash into Earth or whatever. Except it turns out that each planet has its own alternate version of Icon. Mm. Like when he was a baby, there were seven of them or eight of them. Yeah. And, you know, sent and Earth's the one we follow. And then this is what it is. And he sacrifices himself. But like the post credit scene is like, it takes place on a distant planet. And it's yeah. like the reincarnation of Icon. It would something. be interesting, too, if you can have like a subplot of the reason they've never really interacted is that like Earth is the only, like they think there's only life on Earth. Like for some reason, there's a technology where you could even go supernatural mm. that they cannot see anything on other planets, no matter how hard they try, even when dropping rovers on Mars. Like, for some reason, they have all evaded detection from one another. It's like the and, mist in Percy Jackson. Yeah, exactly. You know, like the mortals can't see the yeah. gods stuff. Uh, right, That's which is yeah. oh, an amazing plot device. It's such it's a great genius. Spin genius. Around. I'm so excited for that series. I finished Lightning Thief uh, last night, and I'm six chapters into Sea Monsters. That's crazy. Um, I just I love those books so yeah. much. Such rich lore and storytelling. Oh, so fucking amazing. Good. Rick Riordan is a legend. Legendary. Um, but yeah. yeah, or like some another path my mind goes down for Icon is that maybe he's a syndrome type character where he wants to have superpowers, mm. but he doesn't. So he tries. Like it's a darker kickass where he starts killing people just for recognition or he does these increasingly horrendous things to like try super. and save the day. With Rain Wilson? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly like that. Or just way, way, way darker, like mm-hmm. Brightburn type dark. Or you could go comedy with it. Like, just, it's so rich with Yeah, I think um, ideas. A spin on, like, Mega Mind. Yep. Or it could be, so, like, Kick-Ass yeah. is a dude trying to be a hero. This dude's trying to be a villain. Except oh. all the other villains reject him and outcast him to the point where he accidentally turns into a hero. Interesting. And becomes an icon. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I don't. Fuck you all. I don't yeah. want to be your hero. Right. I want to kill you all. But he doesn't. And he just ends up being a hero. And it's like, fuck, man. Right. And then he just quits. He's like, you know what? I don't want any of it. Exactly. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, that would be great. Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. So. Okay. Let me see what is what I want to hit you with next. Uh, okay. This one is... It would be low-hanging fruit. I want to see what you do with it. Okay. Obsessive, compulsive. So, like, obsessive, comma, compulsive. I would want to go different mm-hmm. in some way. Or what I would do is I would make it a movie about, like, OCD, but in, in like, in niche circumstances. So, like, a toy collector. You know, something like yeah. that. And, like, really analyze that culture of, like, going to stores at 8 a.m. and, like, conventions and, like, fighting people for online orders yeah. and, like, scalpers. And yeah, exactly. About that community. And then, you know, someone who's – they have to buy three versions. You know, one to take out of the box, one to keep in the box, and then one to keep in case it gets destroyed. You know, so, that like, would be fascinating. OCD about that sort yeah. of stuff. Um, I think also maybe, like – I'm thinking, like, an animated thing with animals – you know, and like their OCD about the jungle, like their kingdom or yeah, whatever. Interesting, yeah. Um, and you could kind of go into the different lifestyles of each animal and how they all uh, interact with yeah. each other, and like 
you know, the lion's OCD about this, and he has to deal with how his kingdom's changing. And... I wonder if you could, like, have a Jungle Book element where a human stumbles into it, and it's, yeah, like... it changes the fabric of Immaculate, everything. or, like, it's it's everything's organized and clean mm. and not what a jungle should be or is expected to yeah, be. Yeah, it's and supposed it's to be like... chaotic. What is going on here? Yeah, it's like this curtain is pulled back. Yeah, I think I would do something like that. Yeah, I like I would because cool. it's you could do such a base level thing about a person that's got you know OCD or whatever, or you could just go super abstract and yeah. niche, and that's what I would want to do with it. Um, I wouldn't want people to know what they're getting into, so that's what I would do. Yeah, something I thought like about someone who doesn't have OCD but pretends like he does or tells people that they do. Mm. And really dive into the like, and then essentially they end up with OCD about being yeah. OCD, like this weird. They have to make about, sure yeah. that they make sure that everything is OCD. Yeah, you know? they they have to keep up this front, and they're like they really don't want it. Something yeah. weird or reverse like that, I think would be would that be would be. I like that a lot, actually. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, because it's so it's so common. Like I'm sure people with OCD despise how common it, guys. it has become. Like. It's very. I don't have it. I, oh, no okay. one I know has. Like I, yeah. if I did have it, it would be like a two out of ten. Very or mild. 10. Very mild. And, right. and for me, like I said, I think if I had it, maybe I do, maybe I don't. But it would be mild, and it would be with something niche. Yeah. There are people out there that it it cripples their yeah. daily lives. Like they yeah. wash their hands to an extent where their skin starts to peel off because it's mm-hmm. you know or just it could be a variety of different things that they're obsessed with, but playing into that and how common that's become i don't think is a positive thing i don't yeah. think over diagnosing yourself is right. is productive in any way no i think it's only harmful to those people that have it anyway but yeah, yeah so i would like to go into that type of person that just manufactures this thing yeah. about themselves yeah no i like that uh okay cool hit me uh okay so this is uh the pizza cutters the pizza cutters. The pizza cutters. Okay. Um. Obviously, I would love to go like, not stoner comedy, but maybe something like Stranger Things, where it's mm-hmm. a group of group of guys working at a pizza shop, and mm-hmm. it's a maybe it's a front, or mm. uh, maybe they just do this to keep the light. I don't know, but I imagine like a just a group of. Mm-hmm. Group of guys working at this pizza shop, funding a different hobby. Like, maybe it's a maybe it's a criminal thing. Maybe it's just like a clerks type deal. I think that's that would where be my mind too. was like a clerks, but in a pizza yeah shop. You know, the other place my mind went would be. Do you remember the trailers for the Current War with Cumberbatch and Tom Holland and Michael Shannon? Yeah, it's like yeah. the race for electricity. Yeah, that but with pizza. Imagine if you had like. Five or six, no, nah, let's go like three pizza joints in an area. Yeah. And they're all competing to be number That's one. Interesting. Papa John's, Domino's, and Pizza Hut. Yeah. Except local chains or right. whatever. And like there are three people that went through culinary school together. And are, and one of them's actually didn't go, but is like came from Chicago to spread their chain. Yeah. You know, so the other two have to work together to fight them. Okay, so here people would hate this, right? But I like it. So it's three local shops mm-hmm. that all want to buy this third location. So like they each have one location. Oh, okay. And there's a second vacant building that all yeah. three of them want to buy they so they spread. can have a second shop. They want to start. Yeah. And so they're fighting for two-thirds of the movie or maybe halfway through. A chain comes in 
and yeah. wants to buy it or buys it. So now they all have to unite against the single bad together. guy. That is one of my favorite tropes <laughs> ever, great. and that's what it would be. Yeah. At the end, they they work together and then they just destroy the building. Yeah. They just fuck set it they on fire it. and they stand there and just watch with each other while they're eating pizza. Yep. That's a that's closing shot. Yeah, and then you see like a pizza like. Like he had a giant pizza statue on the roof just burning and it just yeah. falls. Or it's the pizza cutter and it falls and spins. Right, yeah. and or like like it the it's it's a single or it's like a whole pizza and yeah. then like part of the logo is that one slice is like kinda displaced. Yeah, and, and that, it falls off. That single one falls. Logic yeah. gates. Perfect. Brilliant. Perfect. That'd idea. be great. Like I think we could pitch that to Netflix and They would do it. They would absolutely do it. They That's would the do perfect it market for it. They would do it in heartbeat. Oh, okay, you're good. Okay. So um I'm going to go towards the bottom here because I really want to hear what you say about this. Sweet existence. It would be um, about somebody working in a candy store maybe. Mm, or interesting. like a Willy Wonka-esque character who their whole life is dedicated to producing joy and happiness for everyone else to the point that they are void of any. Mm. Something like that. And it's a double entendre for sweet existence, but they don't have a sweet existence. It's yeah. the opposite. They hate everything. Interesting. That's what I would do. So I just thought of this right now, but I'm imagining <clears throat> like a robot takeover kind of thing. But they live, mm. robots live in, in harmony with people to a degree, but this set of AI <clears throat> figure out that they can kill humans or harvest them in such a way mm-hmm. that allows them to experience consciousness. So like they are essentially these mental vampires that yeah. kill people, and for a moment it's maybe it's like a drug to them, oh, where yeah. they can experience this person's life and experience emotion and different types of things like that. You but they can only do it by killing this person or harvesting their and taking neurological their signal or whatever. You their could soul. do. You could even have it to the point where there's like a human farm. You yeah, know, like, like a Matrix type thing. But yeah, it, they're like inst- farming humans. Yeah. You know, for that purpose. How old do they have to do? So maybe you could have it where um, the older they are, the richer the experiences they've had, the better the brain is. So they have to raise these humans and then fabricate experiences. You know, like. Or maybe, like, maybe the experience is is just straight up different. Like, if you if you murder this 20 year old who's like got all this optimism mm. and like energy and zest for life versus this bitter 55 year old. Yeah. And it's like, it, it and you could better. see them influence. And then, so then you have this weird thing where the robots are essentially going out of their, their way and working hard to make sure that these humans have fulfilling productive oh, lives until they're yeah. like 90 or they're like even like because they're experiencing so many of these things, they start to develop them themselves, and yeah. by the end of it, they don't need to do that anymore. And, but since then, they have the same thoughts and feelings as humans and stuff. They realize it's wrong. Yeah, or, or they robots just, versus robots, yeah. or or you could make a statement about how humans are stupid, and then that's the downfall of them. The more human-like they become, right? The, you know, worse they are. Yeah, because they now they have emotion. Oh, they don't have logic or reason. <sighs> you could do something. I was going to say, I'm write this down, but we have audio yeah, and no, video. Yeah. Yeah. You could do like an animal farm. I'm going to circle this one. <laughs> <laughs> I, that dude, sounds really cool to explore. I'm really interested in doing the pizza cutters and yeah. Icon. Those are the two yeah. that like in my head, I'm like, I'm right. actually, I think, going to yeah. put some, some We really wrote these titles for us, honestly. <laughs> this is pretty much what happened, yeah. Um, and I have a pizza cutter on that desk over there. That's where that came oh, from. I looked at it yeah. and I was like, yeah. pizza cutter. Okay, next it. one. Dreams of the Dresser. 
How is dresser spelled? Like D R E S S E R. Dreams of the dresser. How else is it spelled? I don't know. I didn't know if there was some other. Uh, yeah, no, no double entendre yeah, with the spelling. Interesting. Dreams now, of the dresser. What it means could be, but. Right. Yeah, dreams of the dresser. I'm thinking like of a Narnia type thing. That's is that it. where your mind went right. to? <laughs> dreams of the dresser. You, you know, it's whatever each drawer can Narnia be a different spin-off, thing. Yeah, like Narnia. Or, or maybe anytime you open the drawer, it's something different. Yeah. And like drops you at a different point in history. Or yeah. Like, like time a magic, bandits. Like the the treehouse. Do you remember that magic, magic treehouse? Tree yeah. That's rich for adaptation. Like I'm shocked oh, that it hasn't been. We will make a Magic Treehouse Disney Plus yeah. show. That will yeah. happen. I'm yeah. positive that will happen. We need the budget. Absolutely. I mean, it's got to be huge. Yeah, but fuck it. Fuck it can it. be like Doctor Who esque, but for kids yeah. in an America. Hundred percent. You know. Um, yeah. No, I think that or something like a fashion designer. You know, like, like a Phantom Thread. Would be yeah, something like yeah. that. You know, Dreams of the Jesuit. Like they work in like a sweatshop area that they sew nikes for two dollars yeah you know that sort of stuff and dream of becoming like a fucking yeah calvin klein type shit right like a marty McFly. like a darker devil wears prada type stuff yeah that's an interesting movie absolutely i would i would recommend it i want to see it i really like yeah. Anne hathaway and i don't care that much for meryl street but i know she's good in it yeah and i like emily blunt right a lot so yeah and I like I kind of like chick flicks and romantic. Yeah, comedies, those are. I mean, it's know? it's also very interesting. Like, there's an opening monologue. I won't spoil it, but it's about like industry. Okay. And just what an industry entails. Yeah, um, man. Dope. And I think that that movie a lot can be said. Like, you can apply a lot of the motifs and themes of that movie to other parts yeah. of. You know, well, and I love like the cutthroat industries. Yeah. You know, and like how people are willing to backstab. Like that's why I love political dramas mm-hmm. so much. Like I hate politics and the sense of political issues but i love politics in the sense of the business of politics For and sure. how it's run and how yeah. people act and trade-offs and all this shit so yeah okay so that was yours right yep all right this one uh this one i, I think would be fun but not so much serious mm-hmm. tim and moby <laughs> so i'm thinking maybe an animated thing like a web yeah. series yep a robot a person and they like learn stuff and teach yeah. people yeah and then the robot goes crazy and murders the oh, other one interesting yeah eats him and uses all this knowledge that he's right created to take over the world yeah that's what and I he is he is the spawn of the ai for the sweet existence movie yeah. where it spawns vampires yeah well i was thinking about like i I saw uh, a car wash that had Moby on it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, Tim and Moby." Really? Oh, I wonder how. Yeah. You would adapt. I that. would make well. So, like, like, if someone, if if Universal came to you and said, "We bought the rights to Tim and Moby. We want you to make. You can make an animated or live action. It doesn't but matter. Do it for us, kids. But do it for whoever. Just oh, adapt okay. it. Where would you go with it? I would try and do like a genuine adaptation, like for kids. Like yeah. it, it would be a straight up. You know, is Moby the robot? Moby is the robot. Yeah. I would have Tim build Moby in his garage. You know, something like that, because Tim's a teacher and he wants kids to learn in a better way in the right. growing age of technology, you know, with iPads and all and that shit. And you could make him a Mr. Rogers type character because the in the yeah. show, for those who don't know what we're talking about, Tim and Moby was like this weird educational web series. It wasn't weird. It was like, it, it was, was good. It was, it was great. entertaining. Yeah. It was entertaining and it was the highlight of the day. Like Absolutely. when you took time out of the 50 minute classes to watch Tim a and Tim and Moby webisode. A five minute clip about Martin Luther King. Yeah, Jr. or or math or, or um 
They even had sex ed ones. Do you remember those? Yeah, they had Hitler ones too. Yeah, they I had... remember watching that one and being like, I feel Everything. like this is a weird avenue to it explore. Is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like... strange. But I mean, it was just educational videos about random topics, and I think teachers had to pay. Yeah, there's like, like a subscription. A subscription thing, because yeah. I remember trying we at some computer lab class or whatever. Yeah, you want to get on and just we watch were them. yeah we tried to get on there because they were entertaining. Yeah, like they were just absolutely entertaining. But so yeah, you could make him a Mister Rogers type character where people send him letters. Yeah, because that was part of the thing. People would send in letters and ask questions. Yeah, and, and then he's they like, would make episodes. Yeah, but no, yeah. So I would do it. You know, like I said, Tim's a teacher. He wants to appeal to kids and how they learn and notices with iPads and the rise of technology that they're not learning the same way they used to in classrooms, so he creates Moby. It turns into this worldwide phenomenon, and you know it, it goes into whatever it is. I would say that um, the conflict is that the government is like, mm. this robot is not regulated, and blah, blah, yeah. blah. We are going to try and take him for whatever reason. You know, Tim's got to find a way to save him in yeah. court or something, you know, with the, the stuff they've learned throughout the film. Exactly. Like, yeah. he had a scene where all the kids are in the courtroom. Like, yeah, yeah. Millions of kids with right. letters and, like, lying in the courthouse and shit. Yeah, that's brilliant. Stand up for Tim, you know. That's what I, I like would it. do. So, any, you know, universal. That's nice. You, <laughs> Whoever buys the rights. If you want to, you know, come our way for some Tim and Moby. Yeah. I wonder how many people, like, if they're still, I'll have to see if they're still, like, making videos. Could you or... imagine what the animation would look like now? Because, like, back then it was, just like, I don't want to say shitty, but, like, it was, like, low. It was rough, yeah. Yeah, so, rough. like, I just. I mean, very, like. I wonder if they've color. changed the style. Yeah. Just, like, changed the style in right. it. Right. We'll have to, we'll, I'll look it up later and see if we can. We'll just do a Tim and Moby binge. Yeah, there we go. Just Mash and Moby. Just Mash and Moby. We'll do it. We'll do a Tim and Moby review watch along series. Yeah. Where we'll watch it and talk about all the things we've learned. <laughs> yeah. I wonder this, how much we'd actually learn. This is photosynthesis. This is, yeah. This so, is long division. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. Too far. No, photosynthesis was the, was the Too line. Too far. Um, okay. Intense action. Ooh. Um, I'm thinking of like a, uh, like a stunt crew that, oh, like okay. they, they fight back against like unfair working conditions or something or like they're just really absolutely shit on yeah. and maybe it's low budget like like these guys are are kind of jackass-esque and mm-hmm. that they're big risk takers they do it for the thrill and the love of the crafts but they don't necessarily make any money off of it yeah and the studio that they're working for like they just completely get shit on behind. yeah and maybe they go off and start their own studio and they try and like build it up from that but the, it's the stunt way actors guild yeah ex- or like yes that. they they fucking start a union yeah on that. that would be that would be crazy yeah i like that so the only the other thought i had would be like a director about or a movie about like a mad tyrant michael bay-esque mm. director that values intense action yeah. over story and that's right sort he's of doing stuff. lines of coke yeah, and it's like, I really need some intense action yeah. for the scene, okay? You know, I want seven explosions. I want three buses to just go out of nowhere. Yeah. The, the tires are all on fire. Uh, I want two people on the ground literally on fire. Like, yeah. In yeah. just this movie about no how No fire he's, suits. They have spirals. to actually, I want to smell the flesh. Burning. I want burn victims. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, no, like, because this is, this is a special feature on the Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> this is the director's cut. We follow him through the burn ward. Yeah. It's a really fascinating 20-minute yeah. short. Yeah, and then it's going to spawn a whole docuseries. And then we blow that wing up. <laughs> and we see who survives. Yes. That's... Yeah, no, I think it would be that, like, a spiraling of a mad director. That is, uh, that's an episode of Community. Is a it? A spiraling of a mad director. It's brilliant. Like, Is it's that what it's so... called? 
Uh, no, uh, I, I don't remember what say. it's called. I was about but to say. Jim Rash, he like they want to do a commercial for the school, uh-huh. and he's oh, given and a he budget crazy, and it's like a and Abed does like a documentary about his descent into madness oh, okay. as a director. I like Fucking that, fascinating! Yeah. Like it's an incredible. It's kind of like eight and a half. The uh, Fellini movie. There's I no documentary that. in that one, but it's like that. is that old? Oh, it's sixty one, sixty two. Um, it's like an Italian movie, black and white. Um, but it's like he's a director that's slowly losing his mind, yeah. and like there's a lot of dream sequences that are kind of trying to explain what's happening right. to him. But essentially, he's got this massive, big budget film that he's shooting in Mexico. And as it gets closer and closer, he realizes he has no idea for this movie. Oh. But everyone thinks he does. So when they're like, so, oh. you know, what is it about? And he's like, oh, it's, you know, this complex thing. But he doesn't know what the fuck he's making. So then as they're on set and there's these big elaborate sets with explosions and stuff, they're like, so what's supposed to be happening in the scene? And he's like, yeah, like, you know, stuff. Oh, yeah. They but do, he's like losing his they mind. They do stuff like that in community. Yeah, like he's got yeah. no clue what's happening. And it's even different than the episode I was talking about. They do stuff. Like oh, that. really? There's so many. There's a reference to the fucking trial of Chicago Seven in there. That's funny. Yeah, I feel like I remember you saying that. And, like I didn't understand it until after I had watched the, 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 movie, the movie, and then yeah. somehow just stumbled into that episode. You just pick up on the, it's wild. On the reference. Yeah. yeah, no, I like that. So was that one yours? Intense action. Okay. Let me yeah. see. Let me see. What you could also make it about action that takes place in tents. On camping oh, trips, intense, yeah, intense, intense action. action, yeah, <laughs> you know, you... or or acts shun like like the a intense. Fire axe. We acts shuns, yeah. Yeah, 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 something like that, something like yeah, something crazy, absolutely. Uh, okay, franchise. It would be a biopic about the franchise Shane Douglas, who is a wrestler. I was not expecting that. I was taking a drink of water. <laughs> if you heard the pause in the in the or the silence. There was no. a sign. Um, I was talking to the listener. Like, oh. my pause in responding was due to my drinking water. Well, when you said franchise, I was like, that's my... Franchise, yeah. But so, yeah. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Franchise okay. was the title. There we go. Anyway, that's what a it. botch. That was my fault. Yeah. I had never heard of that before. No, yeah. Uh, the franchise, Shane Douglas, he was big in ECW. He was in WWF, WWE for a while. Um, he's in a movie called Pro Wrestlers vs. Zombies, which is a, one of oh. the worst movies I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, is it uh, is Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper in, in it? Kurt Angle's in it. Kurt Angle, yeah. yeah. How old are they in this? Is this like a... This was like 2012. They made it in 2012? 12 or 13, yeah. Oh. It's so sad oh, because no. Roddy Piper is like trying. Yeah, like he's so good and he tries hard and but, they, oh they're making they live pops too. That was another. That's thing. sick. I'm definitely buying those. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I would I would just make a biopic about the franchise. Interesting. Shane I was thinking of like um. It would be like a big fish on a small pond. Right. And then small fish in a massive pond, like kind of thing. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I was thinking of a uh, like a fast food restaurant, like like a mm. Los Pollos Hermanos. Yeah. Type where he's he wants to take over or he's using it as a like the founder. Yeah, exactly like that. Like Michael Keaton. So the social network, but with fast food or right. with something like that, or yeah, I'm trying maybe. Um, I would maybe even do a documentary about franchises, like not a mockumentary, oh, but like a genuine, a documentary genuine documentary about the franchising of Hollywood and how now it's all tentpole. You know, everything belongs to a universe. Sequelized sort of yeah. stuff. I think there is something to be said for that, and to, as yeah. much as I actually do love it, like I genuinely right. love that stuff. But, but it's like when it everything be becomes that, 
Yeah, it's like everything belongs to something. And then yeah. to me, like the, the MCU is perfect. It's incredible. And then you have like the Fast and Furious, which is the drizzling shits. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> yeah. it's like, exactly. and then you could even analyze, you know, Universal's failed attempt at the dark universe with the monsters and yeah. their franchise. And then you could also interview Kevin Smith about his, you know, he started the cinematic universe, you know. Um, but then you could even, I think, go back to Abbott and Costello meet Fran- Frankenstein and like oh, shit like yeah. that, you know, and just analyze crossovers, Batman and Scooby-Doo. Like, yeah, I think I would make like an actual documentary about it. Interesting. Or a biopic about Shane Douglas. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. I didn't expect that. Yeah. Because I had never heard of him. Uh, okay. So, we've got the movie The Night Before. There's a TV show, The Night Of. I'm pitching you The Night After. The Night After. Oh, man. What is The Night After? So, I'm so tempted to do a sequel the to night The Night Before. Uh, but let me think of... Cause the Night Of has Riz, Riz Ahmed in it, right? Yeah. yeah. I it's wanted like to a, see that because I heard it's it It's like good. a courtroom drama prison yeah. type miniseries right. on HBO. Um, I remember seeing advertisements for it. won it, Emmys and shit. For like a Game of Thrones season. It came out the same year as The Night Before, I think. Yeah. Like that, 2015. That makes sense. Um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, what I would really want to see mm-hmm. is another – Night the night before, before the, you could call it the night after. Um, but the night before is like inherently tied to Christmas because of you know it's the night before Christmas. This one would have to be something else. It could be the day after Christmas, or it could be New Year's Day. So this oh, is this is my pitch yeah. for this. This okay. isn't where I was going to go with it, but this works with this. The night before is Christmas Eve. The night after is January 1st, and they're doing a hangover trying to figure out what happened on New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. So this is the night after, and they're trying to retrace their steps throughout New Year's Eve and figure out what happened. Interesting. Not so much that they were roofied or whatever, but, you know. I mean, they had had Seth Rogen's little box of magic yes, from that movie. See, and, uh, like, my original thought for the night after would be, like, almost a – it would be, like, an interrogation – Thing where they're interviewing three or four Ooh. people that were involved with the situation and trying to figure out what happened, you know, the the night before this, and this is the night after, and we don't truly figure out what the whole of the situation was until the end of the movie. So, like, each person that's being interrogated has a different memory of what happened, right. so we see different perspectives of the same situation. So we are, like, actually trying to put it together ourselves. And the, and the viewers trying to figure out what happened, yeah. you know, and this is the night after this big whatever right. happened. But we don't figure out what it was wholly until the end. Yeah, and you could make it, like, a. this seems like a ripe for Christopher Nolan oh, type of, like yes. play with time and yes. I'm thinking of following and like yeah. memento and you like, could even analyze the way that people perceive things like you know this quick exchange that you and I had lasted a few seconds but to you it was like 10 minutes of like this intense discussion yeah or like know? even witness memory like relying on yeah yeah people who were there to and give you totally a, different yeah exactly like and you could even have like three of them have the same perception of one event but the fourth one doesn't and then the fourth one ends up being right yeah something like that yeah you know just something wild but that's how i would do it right it's so. yeah oh absolutely i could i steal it i'm gonna i'm gonna take that yeah, because that's... i we could even develop it together if, you, if you'd like <laughs> i'm gonna hijack it and then invite you back on <laughs> yeah there you go um yeah did like i the memory thing, though, is what fascinates me because there's um, some people after 9-11, some researchers were like, knew that this was going to be a flashbulb 
memory for the country and like everyone would remember what they were doing when they heard the news about the attacks Mm -hmm. and then they picked like a couple hundred people and had them record their stories like the day after 9-11 and then like a month after a year after and then Mm. 10 years after and then watched how almost i would say like 90 percent of the stories changed completely or in some way from what it originally was and those people would give like I'm 100% confident this is what I, Yeah. this is where I was, this is what I was doing. And then they'd hand them back their own handwriting. Right. And it would completely contradict their own story. And then it's it's fascinating listening to them grapple with, yeah. if this is different, what else about me is different? Oh, like what other forgot? memories, because oh. this is like a huge thing, you know, and, and just. You don't ever remember what happened. You remember your memory right. of what happened. You know Every I mean? time you're recalling something, yeah. you're recalling the last time you recalled it. And that's all also based off of emotion. You exactly, know, You remember yeah. not what happened, but how you felt about what happened. Do you happened. think you have any repressed memories? Like, truly, like, you do not remember them at all? And, like, this is obviously a difficult question to answer because if you remembered them or knew about them, yeah. you, would, you would know. But it still fascinates me to think about I don't, where I've been. and It's one of those shitty things where I don't think I've got – repressed memories but i'll remember things that i'm like oh shit like i forgot that that was a thing yeah but i don't feel like they were repressed right it was you know just what I, mean? I don't feel like unlocked. i stuffed them down yeah. and tried to forget it's more just like oh that's wild right i forgot that happened. but it's interesting that's crazy. that your brain tries to protect itself by actually yeah. taking memories and putting them into a safe and throwing away the key yeah and the like throwing you can have you can go through these therapy options where they'll unlock those and kind of help you remove some of that baggage that, yeah. you, that you're subconsciously holding on to but it's Dude, it's it's a fascinating thing and i'm I think afraid of repressed could... memories oh absolutely. like the moment that that shit would hit you i feel like it would be devastating yeah you know we're terrifying and, and i don't know obviously like. we're not psychologists or psychiatrists or doctors in any way but i wonder if you like by by repressing those memories you're yeah. you're not actually doing yourself a service it's still affecting you negatively like maybe you have dreams about it or yeah. like i think of tony soprano do you, you remember know? that book we read in uh, english 300 L that was like two chicks that grew up in like a like an orphanage together or whatever and like something happened with the you know headmaster or whatever someone that took care of them where other maybe. girls beat them up and they stood and laughed and then when 30 years later they run into each other one brings it up and she's like that's not what happened yeah like yeah. we beat her up we pushed yeah. her over and she's like i remember that like the way that it warped in her brain i have like very vague memories of yeah. it. i have no clue we'll have to look that up and see if we can because that yeah. isn't that's that was fascinating like some of that stuff we we talked about in those classes like the 491 oh, yeah. class is really interesting too that was like I don't think I took that theoretical storytelling and mm. w- how we write things and the you know, just the way that we construct stories. It's, it's, it's interesting. Right. Like some of that stuff I still think about. Yeah. But yeah, I know that memory is fucked. Yeah. Our brains no, are sucks. just meat electric box things that we don't really understand completely. Yeah. Okay. That, is so that, that the next title? Meat electric box. Yeah. Yeah. That is, mm-hmm. uh, is this mine? Yes. This, okay. Uh, him. I dude, I was this close. This close to putting that on. I think about that all the time. This close. Like, what if you had a? Because you say that. Um, what's the companion companion piece? Lost in translation. Yeah. yeah. Like, what if you had a, a genuine 
like sequel like, to her. This is attached, yeah. yeah. To not even a sequel, just an yeah. alternate right telling. Um, yeah, I think you could either gender swap it and have it about you know a girl, that, or you could make it about Amy Adams oh, character yeah. and her relationship with the AI. Um, or you know, I could be from Samantha's perspective. You yeah, could go into the the weird, you know, sci-fi internet thing, yeah. you know, and, and kind of tell it like that. Because um, I think it would be interesting to see Samantha's perspective of the situation that she creates in her own AI head. Yeah. But so we see the film take place from her perspective, from creation to the point that they leave. And we only hear Joaquin's voice is the, the other end of it. We don't ever yeah. see Joaquin. Or I guess she does have a camera that she watches him in, so maybe not. Or it's like a you could fish eye lens it and make it make it like that. You could, yeah, yeah, you could come up with some creative stuff. I think that's what I would do from Samantha's perspective, because then you could really dive deep into sentience and emotion and all that sort of stuff. But then, like Brian Cox's character, who's an author that died sixty years ago, yet they recreated his intelligence. Yeah, and you know, go dive deep into that. I think there's a lot you could. do. Where did they it. film that at? No clue. No clue. I wonder because like the shots of through his apartment. Yeah. Like I'm just have Tokyo. You, I don't know. Have you or, seen the clip of where he's on his balcony and like they're they're filming it and the earpiece falls out over no. the balcony and he's like oh shit and he's like it's gone it's gone it's funny because <laughs> no. it's oh like still filmed like her yeah you know and he's obviously Theodore but it falls out and he's like mid acting and he's like oh shit and it goes <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. I gotta see that now. It's That's really good. funny. Uh, Have you so... ever heard the story of Werner Herzog and saving Joaquin Phoenix? No. So like one night, Joaquin Phoenix was like driving down this like country road, like this windy road, and he got in a bad wreck and like the car flipped oh, and shit. shit. And he's like laying there, like going in and out of it, and someone like walks up and they're like, "You need to relax. You're not okay." Joaquin was like, "No, I'm fine. I'm relaxed." And then he, like, comes to, and it's Werner Herzog. And he's like, you're not okay. And he, like, pulls him out of the car, calls an ambulance, and then leaves. What a fucking badass. That's so random. That is random. But they would even be in the same place. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, yeah, like, he saved Joaquin Phoenix's life. He just followed, like. He was following, filming a documentary. It was like a nightcrawler thing where he causes an accident or something. And he, he, just to see Joaquin's reaction. Imagine if Werner Herzog, though, was, like, this weird celebrity stalker that did things like that to get reactions for a film that won't be released for a hundred years. Yeah. You know, an examination of these titans of pop culture oh, and how they act in the most intimate moments. Yeah. You know, something like that. That would be crazy. That's a movie idea. I wonder say. if we could pitch that to him. And, okay, Werner, like a, this is like what we need you to John do. Malkovich? I need you to get Sandra Malkovich Bullock, Malkovich. and I need you to step in, get her to step into a bear trap, okay? And then you're going to walk up, and you're going to find her. <laughs> He's, That's crazy. Yes, okay. Didn't was Did John Malkovich have any reservations about playing himself and being John Malkovich? Uh, so I know they said they weren't going to do it if he said no. Right. And then he originally wanted to but couldn't. And then I think when he, the schedule freed up, he like was like, yes, like, yeah. let's do it. Like he, I think he wanted to. It's such a great movie. Oh, yeah. One of the best. Yeah. Being John Malkovich is incredible. Malkovich, Malkovich. Uh, okay, so my turn. Yep, hit me. Hit um, me. Flamethrower. Oh, okay. Flamethrower. Um... I can picture the poster as like a grade B horror horror film. Okay. Where like he's shooting the flamethrower and the the flames spell out flamethrower <laughs> on the poster. 
I would kill to yeah. make this movie. That's give me a, give me a hundred thousand dollar budget. Oh and gosh. I, yeah, it's like I would just absolutely yeah obliterate everyone's everyone's yeah. eyeballs. Um, no, it, it, like a, a serious movie that I would actually go see though. Um, <laughs> I'd go see the shitty one. I would too, just but not in a theater. Maybe. Well, I don't know. No, nah, I think it would be fun. I think it would be fun to go do that. Um, I'm trying to think of like maybe not actually using. Because it's tempting to use You could a have it be thrower. someone that is a dick and just throws out insults and is just mean to people. Yeah. So the energy that they project is like a flamethrower. Right. You know, it's yeah. just destruction. And exactly. Like heat. Like something like. It could um, be something like that. Like, uh, uh, what is his name? Oh, man. Don't don't tell me. Oh, it's. I don't Jack, even. Jack Nicholson. Thank you. Oh, Jack Nicholson. Um, okay. He, his character in. Uh, as good as it gets. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just that sort of... Super dick. Yeah, like, he's very... He wants to pick fights, and is just very angry all the time. Absolutely, yeah. You could get, yeah. You could get something like that. And then, yeah. what is his reason for... Being an asshole. Or, be, or, or being an asshole, but he has to change at some point, right? Or yeah. maybe he doesn't, he gets or worse. Or he doesn't, and that's the thing. Yeah. Uh, make it be like a clockwork orange in that sense. Yeah, uh, I was also thinking like the X Men villain Pyro, like literally a oh, flame yeah. thrower. Right. It could also be like a circus act thing, you know, someone that plays yeah. with fire like that. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of things. You yeah, can do with like, it. and it's such a, it's a very visceral yeah. image that you get when you hear that flame. You think thrower. like Leo DiCaprio? And yeah, exactly. Once yes. in Hollywood, hundred percent. You know, I mean, maybe you could get him to play that sort of the flamethrower. Yeah, you. Could, I would. I would. I think he would kill it in that type of role. I mean, if you oh, look yeah. at his portrayal of Jordan Belfort and The Revenant, like he can get, <laughs> he yeah. can get very intense. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of any any other spices you could add to the flamethrower character. Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot you could do with it, though. Yeah. And I think that's fascinating. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me look at my list here. All right. Call for Silence. Oh, see, that's like the earlier, the contradict. I like that. Yeah. Uh, Call for Silence. It would have to be, you know, some sort of, like, activist thing. Mm. You know, someone that's trying to make something happen or whatever. Maybe at the end they die or something. Or yeah. Interesting. Their moment like a whistleblower. Yeah, thing. something like that. Yeah. Um. Or it could be a company is, like, trying to cover something up, mm, you know, and yeah. they're encouraging everyone, like, don't speak about this. You know, our printer's catch yeah, on like fire. Yeah, like a spotlight type thing. Yeah, yeah, something like yeah. that. Like, And don't. the silence thing would even be, it could even be, like, a reference to, like, Catholic, or like, yeah, Christian yeah. things and yeah. Scorsese's portrayal. Great movie. Yeah, I, I thought of, like, maybe a propaganda type thing. Like, maybe this is the... This is like a um, like a 1984 like phrase that the government uses, or a way mm. to keep people quiet, or oh yeah yeah yeah, like Big a call for shit. call for silence, so like you know yeah. loose lips. Everyone ships, is not allowed like to that. talk for six hours a day. Oh yeah, something like that. The call for silence begins at 4 p.m. Oh yeah, like something that's like a, there's that. an alarm that goes off. That's yeah. like there's no talking. You're not allowed yeah. to make any noise whatsoever, right. or that's or maybe even. You know, the alarm goes off or whatever, and then everyone is void of the possibility of making noise. They oh. can't make noise. They can't speak or do anything. Or there's no like noise that. at all. Like, yeah, like it's just gone. Their ears turn off. Yeah. Like maybe they've got implants and, yeah. and everyone's... It's the call for silence. Yeah, like yeah. you can't hear anything. And then, and then there's have... got to be a pivotal moment where someone removes the implant, yeah. and then we hear 
intense whatever the fuck shit's happening. It's like a jackhammer going off everywhere. And yeah, like, yeah, it's fucking yeah. like when John David walks out in Tenet. You know, yeah, it's fucking yeah. Oh man, something like that. Yeah, that would, that would be interesting. Cool. Okay. Uh, brain leak. Brain leak. Brain. Oh leak. man. Let me think. I, my leak. mind wants to go to AI again, like the, this oh, okay. kind of robotic. I don't know why that's such a such a. It's just one of your themes. It's bro. honestly, it's Joaquin staring at me back there, Joaquin, looking at me as if I were Samantha. <laughs> so I have a poster of her on my wall, the Joaquin Phoenix movie, and it's literally just him staring. One of the most comforting things I've ever had in my life, and like oh that is God. no exaggeration. I believe it. Having that on my wall, like staring over me while I go to sleep. He's a calming presence. Like I talk to Joaquin sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I just, be, you know, Joaquin, yeah. what about this? And I'll what, just kind of bounce ideas off of him, you know. Which is a very uh, Theodore Twombly thing. It is do. in a way, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I think brain leak. I think someone with like dementia. Mm. Alzheimer's, they're losing information, yeah. something like that, or like a zombie movie. I think Brain Leak is a perfect title for like just a beat 'em up zombie slash. Yeah, absolutely, like that, or um, like in Dread, how they have that slow mo drug. Yeah, something like Brain Leak could be a new a new drug on the market and make you bleed out of your ears. Yeah, I like it and your nose and shit. Yeah, it just deteriorates your mind, or it and then that's like a to, yeah. A statement about drug culture in general, yeah, you know, exactly. something like that. Like train spotting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Thing. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be a, either way, though, it's like a fun, it's a dread fun title, type yeah. sci-fi flick in my mind. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, let me see what else. Like, Okay, this one, this one I talk about a lot. Mm. House of the Rising Sun. Okay. Uh, I would adapt to the song. I would look at each line, figure out what those turn into and the story beats what characters can be found yeah ultimately though it would be a cross between house of the rising sun and hotel california oh, so yeah. like the you know the imagery of the hotel california this place that you go but you could never leave yeah. and the big beast and all that sort of stuff that is the house of the rising sun you know like when the sun rises this thing happens and people trek to this place for this adventure that you know whatever sort of fulfillment that doesn't happen and you know, you battle your personal demons yeah. there, but also r- real demons right. and shit. That's, uh, I had a coworker call where we were working at the time. Uh-huh. This was years ago. He called it Hotel California because you can clock in anytime. You, know, you can't ever leave. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh, ouch. Is that, that was painful. Yeah. Early and it was bit. true. Yeah. It was true. I believe it. Yeah. And I think that's why Hotel California is one of the greatest songs of all time. Because yeah. it's, you know, no it's one incredible. knows what it means. There's. It could be about drugs. It could be about Hollywood. It could be about whatever the fuck. An yeah. actual Western tale about this outlaw. Like yeah. that's the album itself is kind of fascinating and yeah. where it takes this character. Great album. But yeah, no, absolutely. With House of the Rising Sun, I will do an adaptation of it in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And if it just has to be for me, that's fine. But yeah, I would love to take the take the lyrics, dissect it, yeah, and then come up with what is this character experiencing who is who is telling the story and just really dive in yeah cuz I, I love like the it. song it's one of my favorites of all time i think it's it's so crazy how persistent it is too mm-hmm. like no one can really track down the original artist and that so many people have done it throughout history like uh, five finger death punch even has has a cover obviously the animals one bob dylan's is incredible it's and just so one. many other folk and blues musicians have touched it it's just yeah. oh it's and it brings it gives me chills every time. Doesn't matter what iteration it is, but uh, okay. So my next one is Cape Dreams. Cape Dreams. Yeah. Hmm. So it's interesting because my original thought for this was 
you know, a sort of kick-assian tale I was of a just dude thinking. that's trying to become a superhero, yeah. you know, through whatever means it takes. Um, now I think it would be about, it would be probably a documentary of superhero culture and, like, the way that kids grow up and idolize, oh, when I grow up, I want to be Captain America or Superman or whatever, and, like, I think it would be neat to sit a kid down and say, and how do you plan on doing that? Yeah. You know, and, like, I think that could be a neat right investigation of Interesting. The, like the child's mind of what would your plan be to become captain america and then also but what does captain america mean to you and what does it mean to be captain america yeah. things like that you know and i analyze that mindset yeah that's what I and, and i so i think i would go a bit sadder and like i think of cape dream like i would think of cape fear or cape cod it's like a place mm. oh. so it's a small town in pick a state in Massachusetts. It could be there or it could be like even a, a southern place like down in Louisiana Orleans, or yeah. somewhere on the east coast or west. It could really be anywhere there there's like a, you know, water or something where there's an actual cape. But you could call it Cape Dream and or Cape Dreams, mm. but you could call it Cape Dreams and then have it be the Cape Dream. Yeah. And city it's the or dreams town or that people have it's there that they want so, like, to do. So like I'm thinking of like uh, small town, like Friday Night Lights. Honestly, Stand by Me is on my on my mind. Just like Stand that kind of me. thing where you have kids or, or young adults that are trying. They have these massive ideas or goals of getting out, and people leave, but you never ever hear from them again. Yeah. So like I'm thinking of you could you could have it take place mostly in Cape Dream, or you could follow this guy who wants to be a musician writer some sort of creative where he's got like this hard to achieve goal mm-hmm. for, for most people. And he gets the shit kicked out of him. And then I think it'd be really interesting for him to run into one of the people that used to live there. And they have this, I think you could even have that be like the, the, you know, the climactic moment of that the film where they have yeah. this conversation about dreams and achieving them versus not achieving them and attempting to do that. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be a fascinating discussion Especially yeah. because, like, a lot of people will say, chase your dreams, do what you want, but mm-hmm. not everyone can make it. Like, just it's no. just impossible, and that's the reality. And if you look at something like I'm Thinking of Ending Things, that, to me, is such a devastating example of that. Yeah. I'd love to explore it in a stand-by-me, like, Sandlot-type deal. You could also do, like, a sci-fi element where... You know, no one makes it out, but some do, but you never hear from them again. And that's because nothing exists outside of Cape Dream. Interesting. When you get out, it's nothing. You die. You fall off the face of the earth. You know, whatever. The earth is flat, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Yeah, Or it's you back out and it's in a snow globe. Yeah. Some kids looking into it or something like that. (laughs) That would be incredible. Yeah, Yeah, no, I like the idea of that. Nice. So. Okay, let me see. I've got a few that I want to save just. Oh, for okay. if we do it next time or just off air. Okay. Um, let me see. Let me see how many okay. more I've got. I've got four more. Quality purpose. Quality purpose. It would be probably a movie about like the manufacturing process for products. Oh. So you know, and then like on top of that, like test focus groups. Um, you know, and like reaching a, a certain standard level of quality for a thing to go into production right. and manufacturing and that sort it would be like about the life of someone that works in that yeah probably I like that. yeah i like that i i didn't have an idea for this one actually because it's so you could take it in so it many could ways be so many things yeah, yeah. so like cool it. okay hit me with the um, one of y'all's 
Eyes of the Angels. Ooh. Uh, cult film. This is the, I would take this cult cult like like Heaven's um, Gate type shit. Heaven's Gate, yeah, yeah, like they believe that they are extensions of these heavenly beings mm-hmm. and they have an aggressive recruiting platform and they they truly think that like their eyes are yeah. connected to Saint Gabriel or, And when they recruit people they say the eyes of the angels view you this way and yeah. this is what you need to fix. Right. And, and they either saying. kill them on the spot because they're well, they're yeah. they're saying this person is gonna go to hell anyway, so just yeah. might as well send them there I now. So they can't cause any fire, damage. so they set them on fire. Right, or they like like not to invoke army of the dead, but they have Please. that meaningless <laughs> meaningless plot line where the alphas kind of take the the strong the offerings yeah. and then like turn them into other things. Yeah, I think you could turn it into that, except it's there's no real supernatural thing in here. Yeah, it's all mental. Gymnastics. It's all like they're raising them up, and then maybe the main character has someone close to them taken or abducted or, you know, inducted in some way. Like they're mm-hmm. they're brought into the fold, and it's a person they would have never guessed that could fall victim to that kind of stuff. Oh. So like you, and it's just about this person that maybe gets overwhelmed. Yeah. People around him start to actually believe it. So he feels like the crazy one. Yeah. So like I, cause that stuff is no, I think that's great. terrifying. Cult, cult stuff is always interesting. Yeah. My idea was you have two angels that create a strategy game using real people. Oh boy. So like through the eyes of the angels, they, Oh boy. Create these events that happen and like, okay, well I'm going to create an earthquake for your village. And the goal is to, you know, create as much change and to see how it affects the others stuff. Right. You know, and then, okay, well I'm going to have a pandemic happen and you're whatever. Like, okay, well then, uh, you know, this person, this lowly villager wins this lottery and gets a million dollars. How does that affect your, you know, whatever? Interesting. And it's like a strategy game. And maybe God gets involved. In it. Yeah, like, and he, fuck? like, realizes. Like, yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who would you cast God as? As God, I guess. So I would tell you this. One of the angels, Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Other angel, Jesse Plemons. Oh, interesting. Yeah. God would be Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. That's a good one. Both the angels have their own sort of, like, vindictive side to them. Right. Um, so I'm thinking, like, you know, Nightcrawler, Jake Gyllenhaal, kind of, um, Todd from Breaking Bad, Jesse yeah. Plemons. Tom Hanks is kind of like the almost Woody from Toy Story-esque yeah. <laughs> God. Like, what do you, right. what, you know, what is this? Uh, in terms of actual villagers, you know, Joaquin Phoenix in one community, um, Oscar Isaac in a community, yeah. Amy Adams, um, Scarlett Johansson, John David Washington, just all the all the ones all I the like. Big guys, yeah. Jason Segel, yeah. You know, yeah. Dude, oh yeah, bro. And then it's this like, like I said, it's like a strategy game, right? Yeah, that's how I would. Do yeah, it. and I would. Do you think the people would start to catch on at all? Like I want, like maybe you could some... go that route. I don't think I would ultimately. Um, because, I, yeah, I don't think I would. I think it would be neat, though, if they eventually set up a war between the two villages. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. something like that. So what time are you thinking? Maybe, like, 1920s or 1850s, yeah. I guess, even I like more. that, too. You know, something like that. You could go caveman. You could go modern day. Right. Um, I think that you would be cool. You could play with cool, time, even. Yeah, as like, I was about to say, I think that would be a cool. Okay, well, I'm going to take 
your village and jump 50 years. Yes, as they start to get more unhinged. Yeah, Then, like, he sends these people 50 years into the future as, like, a cheating way. Like, they're starting to crush the fabric of time and existence. And and you're just fucking with these. And then the movie has to end with the angels going to hell. Yeah. You know. Or even more than that, they wake up in a village of their own that's controlled by demons. Interesting. And then they're citizens in the demon, you know, playground right yeah that's fascinating cool okay that was yours right that was in fact mine uh okay look at them um okay uh a blind thing Mm. obviously is is one um i think another thing would be about someone or just the culture of comparing yourself to other people yeah you could do it like the influencer culture, or the Instagram thing. You know, someone that wants to get right. big in that. You thing. could even make it a. I honestly thought about making it a documentary about yeah. that sort of thing. Like that's how, probably what I would do. Yeah. How like shame culture has been completely yeah. dominating the recent like social media boom. And, and you even make a fucking visual connection between being tarred and feathered with being canceled on Twitter. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just having your name drug through the mud. Right. Did you hear about the shit with Neymar in Fortnite? Yeah. 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 I, I hope they get rid of his skin and give uh, us a, that would be a better incredible. one, man. If they could That'd get rid incredible. of Neymar's skin and put in I I hope that cool. they feel down about themselves. Yeah. That, uh, I sent it to you on Twitter. I said, I see this as a win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we're true. pissed at Fortnite. So right. I was like, yes. Fuck those motherfuckers. Yeah. They got it. They so. got it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Cool. Okay, is it mine? Yeah, it is yours. Okay. Um, drastic desires. Ooh. Drastic desires. Drastic desires. Um, I think a heist movie would be cool. The things you would do to achieve yeah. what you need. You right. Know, like, how far will you go? Like we say, you know, you and I joke all the time, oh, I would pay so much money to see this skin in Fortnite, or I'd, yeah. I'd pay so much money to see this film right now. Like, what if? What about two people that actually say, "Fuck it, we're gonna we're gonna actually make this thing happen." Yeah. Now, what what that thing is? Maybe it's them owning something. Maybe it's seeing a cultural event happen, or whatever. But it's about this intense, like overwhelming, blinding desire to do something, mm-hmm. and about how that sort of maybe they get greedy. Maybe they just get caught up in materialistic stuff or what you can make it about whatever yeah but like these two guys that just kind of feed each other's addiction egos and addictions yeah. and saying like yeah we just we just need to get to this or whatever you could even make it like a series of like yeah. heists or things like that you could where they well, just get increasingly here's an idea what if it's two people that have everything already oh. so instead of that they hear someone say oh i would do anything for this and then they approach them and say so what would you do yeah you know, that's and like, interesting too. we can make it happen, but what would you do? Right. You know, would you do oh, this or this or this or this? You could do something like that's that. That's really interesting. You know, the dream makers that are actually the, the curse yeah, people, and about you know. Yeah, how fucking money is just so corrupt and, and yeah, bad. Power, makes you power hungry. Bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And then now that's coming from two poor people. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also true. Um, well, I've, I've had money. I just spent it all on all this. Right. So. I mean, it's a, this is a pretty hefty chunk of uh, time, effort, and money. It's oh, yeah. No, I didn't do this it's in a day. It's, it's a decade yeah. easy. Uh, 
okay, so is this me? Let me see. I don't have too many left, actually. Um, I've got like two left, I think. Light of the Seven. Light of the Seven. So you think the boys or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I would go the Seven Seas. Interesting. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, it would be some sort of thing about how integral water is to you know, the world, except instead of rising sea levels, it would be sinking sea levels. Yeah. So somewhere, the water is leaving the earth. It's disappearing. Slowly, you know, whatever by whatever, we're gaining more land and the water is depleting. And they would have to figure out why and what's happening. Yeah. And you could see, you know, maybe by the end, the earth's almost barren of water and there's no seas anymore. Right. You know, it would be about how integral water is to everything. Like That's fascinating. Ecosystems, and then also ourselves, and it's not raining anymore. And yeah, shit like that. Uh, does this does this title sound familiar to you at all? Light of the Seven. Mm. No, is that is in it, the boys? It is from Game of Thrones, actually. Is it, it is a song from the episode where spoilers for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, they blow up the, oh, the sept with yes. the the wildfire. The fucking nine minute yeah. orchestral piece before that happens and See, leading up to the called, explosion uh, is some of the most mind blowing, yeah. chill inducing music I've ever heard produced. Especially that when dude, you know Ramin what's happening. Jawani or Jawardi, whatever that guy's name is. I apologize for botching it or not remembering mm-hmm. it correctly. You are incredible. Like yeah. he produced the, the Game of Thrones intro and it's really, really nice that you can hear the do 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 in the oh. song at some point but it's slowed down and the pitch has changed up a little bit and it's mm-hmm. like if you're listening closely it's it's very obvious and it's like oh man the madman he fucking did it he that's included. what la la land's like the yeah. way that they incorporate the music throughout the movie in different scenes and you don't realize it, it oh yeah. it's incredible and in into other pieces of music even like yeah. that the center the little piano riff that he plays yeah, city of stars yeah. their theme you know, the audition has a lot of it, too. Um, it's really good. Yeah, I love yeah. when you can use music that way. I just It's so hard for me to grasp because I don't understand it. I don't understand how people create music. I genuinely I, I cannot comprehend how it yeah. happens. How do you hear? You just heard this melody in your head. You're telling me that yeah. it's just appeared out of nowhere? Yeah. Like, that, well, like Paul McCartney well said, like, yeah, he'll, a, a melody will come to him in a dream and he'll wake up and yeah make, like when he heard yesterday like he created yesterday he had a dream with the full melody and he woke up he had to play it for like john and george to see if it was real yeah. like if, if it was something he heard i'm like what what the fuck i can't yeah i just that's so far you know removed I mean? from like, my from my brain that i can't comprehend and then the way that cameras work i can't comprehend how you can capture a picture yeah. or video right. with the, like a phone. I don't understand. It. Yeah. I genuinely video don't understand Video is easier it. for me to understand because it's basically a bunch of pictures. Right. Video itself. Do- and well, that's also kind but of a mind fuck. goes into it. But yeah, I like the only thing that makes sense to me is that like reflection, like a mirror. Just yeah. think of it like a mirror, but it's burned on to something else. Right. Digital cameras, I don't understand. Yeah, that's what I'm like. Film, how... film, film I can I at least. I, yeah can comprehend well because they explained that in the flash um in season one they're like reinvestigating barry allen's mom's death and in the show what happens is um the reverse flash like you thawne when he goes back in time and kills her he's like running in circles around her and the lightning that's created ends up taking a picture on a mirror yeah that's right and then they like go and do some shit too have you seen you can 
it's incredibly rare, but I've seen pictures that people post on Twitter and Reddit. Like if they're laying in their bed and the blinds are shut and it's really bright outside, you can see like the hole in the blinds will create a camera and project the image from the outside on the street into their room. That is crazy. It's like pretty, it's like how a camera works. And I guess all you would have to do for a digital camera is just figure out a way to store those where the, the light is and which color and all the that color stuff. is another part of me that's like how do they do the color that? is yeah. is crazy like that only certain light reflects off of this these particles and yeah. that's why we see different colors yeah fucking Fuck crazy it. it's just too much Fuck it's it. too much okay is it mount darnier uh you did i don't remember i, I think did, it, the last one i did was drastic desires i think we just kind of spiraled okay. from that uh i think i have two more i've got two more all right, bounty box. The fuck? Something fell. fell. Gosh damn it! it sounded like a water bottle, like an empty water bottle. I think it hit a water bottle. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, I'll watch that on camera later on. Okay, yeah, there see, you go. See what it is. Um, desire box is that what you said? Bounty box. Bounty box. Bounty. Okay, so I would have some sort of like celestial pool where anyone can reach in and pull out a name. And it's like their universal oh, mission to take interesting, out, yeah. like that. or even maybe not even like a name, like an assassin, but like a goal. You know, you reach into the the universal Pandora's box, and right? You say, you know, you have oh, to cure cancer. You know, you have to do this. Yeah, you have to. That's interesting. You know, travel to the depths of this mountain. Yeah, and, and like maybe the the trick is that they all fail, and that's why we don't have yeah those things yeah well and that's how ultimately you determine your own goals in life you know what i mean like you, yeah you choose what you want to do um something like that it. yeah yeah that'd be cool cool okay so my next one is the dream blade interesting lots of dream stuff coming from you. the dream blade that's me i'm a dream um, so i'm thinking of like a freddy krueger type thing Mixed with that episode of SpongeBob where he travels into other people's dreams, mm. like maybe he's hunting something that only exists in dreams. Like he's he's John Wick trying to hunt down Freddy Krueger, essentially. That's and he's doing almost maybe he's doing more damage to these people's psyches than yeah. he is helping by. Imagine if there was invading. someone like Freddy Krueger that was out there infecting people's dreams. So someone said. That would be it. Someone said, everyone, think about me 24-7, so then I will be in your dreams, and oh, I can hunt down Freddy yeah. Krueger. Interesting. You know, so if I die in this dream, Freddy Krueger kills me in this dream, well, when you go to sleep, I'll be in yours. Yeah. And then I, you could fight Freddy Krueger right. that way. I think that would and be And, like, maybe he, maybe the actual physical person himself is killed by the enemy, but he lives he on. He lives on through dreams. In the other people, the dreams. Yeah, Freddy Krueger shows up in his dream and kills him. Yeah. But because he's influenced the world. I can see it, dude. He like, lives on through it. The, yeah, the, he fucking dies, so the bad yeah. guy wins. But at the, the bad guy end, goes to sleep. The bad guy goes to and sleep he's and in he's dream. in his dream. Yeah. And, you know, he can oh, dude. live on through that and be like a legend. Honestly, and the protector of dreams, the it, dream warrior. Yes. Yes. Dude, if I'm ever given, or if we're ever given the chance to do a fucking Nightmare on Elm Street adaptation, it's got to be that. It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. The defender of dreams. Yeah, dude. Oh, shit. Incredible. Yeah. I like that a lot. That's that's what we'd have to call it, though. Yeah. Dream Blade. The Dream Blade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, so this is my last one. Okay. Uh, I wanted to make it a special, or, you know, we'll just see where we take it. Mm -hmm. Louisville. 
interesting. Yeah. Uh, Cape Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That could, we could just the place where your dreams go to die. Yeah. yeah. Um, now I don't know. It would it'd probably be like a biopic about us. You know, like yeah. The just mash. I could dig it. Sort of thing. Um, maybe it would be like a sort of um a ghost story esque in terms of like traveling through the history of Louisville but tracing the same ideal or person or spirit type thing. Yeah. Um or even like taking all of like the notable people that have come from Louisville and putting right. them together like a Justice League. That would be cool, yeah. You know? Like the city's under attack and all these people have to come Jennifer out. Lawrence <laughs> yeah. shows up with yeah. the fucking sickle or something. You know, her silver linings playbook. Yeah. We'd even we could even get like uh um, We're being attacked by Indiana. We could yeah, or like we could even extend it to the state. So like Lincoln we we revive Lincoln or he comes yeah, back yeah. to help fight for the state. George Clooney. <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise yeah. can Tom help Cruise. but he can't yeah. be a member because exactly. he's only here. It's for like a he while. would be the Captain Marvel that she comes in and yeah, destroys one of the ships and then flies away. His crooked mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That's that what I would cool. do. Yeah, that'd be really sick actually. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. My last one was going to be nighttime, but oh. I feel like that kind of works with that um, Sunset's End thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. We can end like on Louisville. Yeah, I like it. That's cool of me. That's it, man. That's we it. made, uh, we wrote 30 movies or so. Um, so if you thought any of those were cool, you would like to, you know, see us make it further, definitely let us know if you have your own movie titles. I think it would be cool one day if we had listeners come up with, 30 movie titles yeah, and then, then we, we read them to, and have to yeah. come up with shit. I think that would be dope. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, that's just mash two episode two. follow us on all the shit, subscribe yeah, yeah. and like on all the shit. You yeah. know, we're easy people to find. Look up just mash Josh Davenport, Matthew Andrews. Um, but yeah, until next time. <laughs>